is we're taking our domain as the industry standard for market data on mobile and marrying that with first party data so that you have insights into your own performance on the advertising side, both ad spend and, and monetization. Okay. So you have the full footprint of mobile performance. Then what we're doing is we're moving from metrics that we do traditionally like downloads, revenue, monthly active user, daily active user, to strategic C-suite metrics that we can now calculate with these two data sets that get us to customer acquisition cost, lifetime value, return on ad spend. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a completely different game-changing equation. It gets us from an element of sometimes mission critical with some accounts and not so much with others to, no, we're mission critical for everyone. Welcome to 14 Minutes of SaaS, the show where you can listen to the stories and opinions of founders of the world's most remarkable SaaS scale-ups. Twelve, I think it was. You moved into uh, Kenshu, Kenshu yeah. which is kind of media and digital marketing, yeah. if I'm right. Yeah. So moving into media and digital marketing, but then also having kind of uh, delivery teams, service teams, uh, marketing. Uh, even though you would have been involved with marketing in, in the sales role, but having a plethora of responsibilities <coughs> and moving into a fundamentally different uh, domain. You know, how much of a learning curve was, was that few years in Kenshu? It was pretty substantial. Digital marketing is kind of an entity all in, in of itself and established in the digital realm. Kenshu is the market leader even still today for bid management. Unfortunately, it has to compete with Google and DS3 and Facebook Power Editor, but it has an Amazon Play too. And when I got into that opportunity, it's, an, it's a Sequoia-backed play and market leader as well. But the, like you said, the deployment of that technology was very different. You had a pretty intensive onboarding process yeah. to get that technology working the right way. Billions of dollars going through that platform. That's yeah. the thing from a bid management perspective I don't think most people appreciate. Yes, yes. Right? That's, all those dollars are flowing through those bid management tools and the execution is mission critical. If there's something wrong with the software, if you're down, they're losing dollars. Mm. So it is a 24 by 7 mission critical 911 arena to operate in. So that was different. Wow. The other thing that was different too, even including C3, but the big enterprise companies, the millennial, the younger generation were not part of that ride up until that point too. So I got a dose of you know, how the younger generation is motivated, how they think about uh, their work and what they want out of a job, and that was the first time that I had that part of. Did you find that hard to adjust to? I did. I also found it rewarding. I think there is a way that millennials come at the game in the corporate world that is refreshing. They could care less about title. Right? Yeah. They'll ask you anything. They'll tell you anything that's on their mind. I think they're in some ways better at execution because they just are there to get it done and get to the next level. They have a relentless career progression track in general. 
So I think they're there and they're highly motivated. The trick is balancing that without talking about a promotion every 12 to 18 months. <laughs> yeah, that can get expensive. Right. <laughs> but I do think they're very self-motivated, very strong and independently minded, and just got to figure out a way to, to motivate them. Okay, okay. Yeah. And did that form like a good bridge for you for your move into um, Apani as it president? Did. Did that, was that a kind of a decent preparation for moving over into a slightly different domain again? I don't think it could have been better. Okay. Because I got the full picture of digital and the advancement of that up until the point where you could see that mobile was starting to be the primary window for all things digital. Yeah. That was the device. That's where the game was going. Yeah, yeah. Off of desktop. And so I got a chance to look at App Annie. It's a market data play. I have not done that before. Yeah. It's more of an asymmetric business model because we're gathering data, market data. And that play versus a traditional SaaS play, that's a big jump. So Absolutely. going back to the gaps you were trying to identify, I'd say that's the primary gap going to App Annie is that migration from enterprise, SaaS, to DAS, data Absolutely. as a service. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, digging into that data as a service, um, tell me a little bit about how, uh, well, first of all, for the listeners, would you just tell us what value does AppAni bring to the world? Simplistically stated, we help companies win on mobile. So what we provide, and the original thesis of the company was essentially to be the S&P 500 index for mobile apps. So key metrics like downloads, revenue. There was clear line of sight into where you stack ranked against others that you want to benchmark against. And yeah. there was a viral effect in the market of companies coming at us to get that lens into the market data because they have data on their own app, but they don't really know relative performance-wise where they sit. So that, that was really the opportunity that jump-started App Annie is that window into downloads and most notably revenue. And, and coming it, up with those yeah. estimates is very difficult to do. Yeah. And is it mostly companies in a competitive space that are that are your customers? Do you have in, uh, like investment houses using you? To, who, who are your customers? It's probably everybody. In your it area. is everybody at this okay. stage. We're now over 100 million. We're on public record for that. We're in yeah. all verticals. But you can really break this market down as kind of a tale of two cities. You have a mobile first cohort, call it big gaming, the big app publishers. And you know some of these companies like venture capitalists and hedge funds where the data is able to be monetized, and there's a mobile-first dimension. So the, and they all have very sophisticated teams, probably data science in play, and that data is mission critical. Okay. And then literally there is everybody else where the app plays a role in the journey, but that door through the app is not the only door. It's just part of the user journey and how to construct, how to work with the app for all these different businesses and all these different verticals is a little bit unique. Absolutely. And you, you recently acquired, a, I think it was reported 10 days ago in TechCrunch, uh, Libring yes. for mobile analytics. Um, tell us a little bit about how that acquisition uh, extends the value you can bring to the world. Yeah, I get really excited about this because this is a new blue ocean for us. It's hard enough to come up with a blue ocean once, but we re-identified another opportunity where nobody's playing. Okay. And, the, and the premise for this, Stephen, is essentially solving the enterprise manual intervention that's required to drive ROI positive outcomes on mobile. Okay. So the way companies work today, you have your own data and you have an analytics framework for that, maybe a couple of different systems. 
you have a probably a CDP player, uh, maybe a DMP player, you have ad tech players like Akenshu in the mix, you have sure. attribution players in the mix, yeah. you have all these systems. Yeah. And with that comes heavy systems integration. Some of that you might do in-house, maybe you use system integrators. You most likely have agencies involved, you have spreadsheets flying all over the place. This is the reality of how you orchestrate ROI on mobile, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what we're doing with Libring that is game-changing is we're taking our domain as the industry standard for market data on mobile and marrying that with first-party data so that you have insights into your own performance on the advertising side, both ad spend and, and monetization. Okay. So you have the full footprint of mobile performance. Then what we're doing is we're moving from metrics that we do traditionally like downloads, revenue, monthly active user, daily active user, to strategic C-suite metrics that we can now calculate with these two data sets that get us to customer acquisition cost lifetime value, return on ad spend. Yeah, yeah This is yeah. a completely different game-changing equation. It gets us from an element of sometimes mission critical with some accounts and not so much with others to, no, we're mission critical for everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. And it feels like, even though you created a big chunk of the space, as you said, your original Blue Ocean space, when App Annie arrived on the scene, yeah. um, you know, it does seem to be, uh, a, a, a bit of a land grab at the moment uh, because it's so lucrative and it's growing so fast. I know the company I respect, Branch, for example, yes. uh, bought Tune and they're moving into the attribution side of things. And they have, you know, they their I think their official mission would be to supercharge your mobile growth. Mm -hmm. um, but I I believe they have a mission to um, uh, to index the mobile app ecosystem because, mm -hmm. of course, they've. they've they've built over a hundred billion links. I mean, there's these massive plays like yourselves and, and, and Branch. Do you think this is the most exciting period in the history of, of, uh, of, the mobile, of the mobile app ecosystem and the mobile web? I think it's definitely the point in time where it's chapter two. Okay. I'd say that we've been living in the first chapter of smartphone for the better part of 10 years. Uh -huh. And you can see from a consumer perspective with Gen Z, how they behave. You can see from some of what I'm describing here in terms of this opportunity to start consolidating and solving to higher level problems that all of the players are facing in terms of how they actually get there. So I would agree with you whether it is branch or you know, an apps flyer or adjust in the attribution space or it's a segment in the CDP place, uh, space, all yeah. of them are grappling for that next level of ground to take as Absolutely. a result of where the market sits today. And data science is the fuel behind all of that. If you were to think of a company that would absolutely love to own uh, App Annie, who would that company be? I, 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 don't, I can't think of a company that shouldn't be using our data. Okay, mobile, okay. mobile is the central nervous system for where the market is going. But, but who would be the people, who do you think are the people that are looking at you yeah. and going, we wish we could acquire you? What are the companies that would absolutely <laughs> love to have you? I do think that the cloud providers, uh, most notably, you know, Adobe and Salesforce, I think are king in the marketing cloud. Oracle has a play, but I do think that Oracle and Salesforce, or excuse me, Adobe and Salesforce are distinguishing themselves amongst those three. And then after that, there's not a lot of players. It really drops to point solutions. And I think pretty equally weighted strategically okay. between attribution, CDP, DMP, which that'll be interesting to see if that plays out or not. Okay. Uh, and then ad tech players and market data players. All of us are this orchestration to get to ROI. But every one of these players is looking for what that next level looks like. 
Now, when you moved up into the CEO role, I can just see at a top level that some changes uh, occurred. And yes. I, know you, I know you had a big funding round around 2016, that might have been your Series D. You would have done a lot of hiring. And I saw two years ago, you were maybe 700 heads. And I know your revenue was growing all the time, but then you, 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 you had this big drop down to 580 a year ago, mm -hmm. and you're up to about 640 now. Um, was there a point in time when you know there was a pressure maybe from one of the VCs that you just started hiring like crazy and you just had to kind of uh, put the brakes on a little bit. Tell me about those two. Like what what's happened in the last two years? <laughs> yeah, the, well, it, it hasn't been for you know lack of moving fast. I'll tell you that the optics on it are awkward. Let me explain to you what was really happening on the okay. inside. The app store has been growing at about twenty percent annually for yeah. a number of years and for the foreseeable future. We're an 80% market share category winner. Okay. To net it out, simplistically stated, I feel we were a big fish swimming in a small bowl. There's more we should be doing. Yep. There's more that we can tackle, especially with the advancement of data science Absolutely. as a scale provider. So I actually did a student body right within the first month. We had a go-to-market philosophy that there's plenty of total addressable market. It's a sales and marketing execution game. And I came in and I basically said, no, it's not. We need to get to world-class unit economics on sales and marketing, and we are going to double and triple down yeah. on product and engineering. So that's what gotcha. we did. We gotcha. made a big adjustment that way, and it put our employees through a lot of chaos. Is the company in trouble? What's really driving this? Yeah, it's a tough, you know, tough transition. It is, but we're in a position now where you know we're a business with 80% gross margins. Amazing. We're profitable, and we're over 100 million, and that's a pretty small list. Listening to 14 minutes of SaaS. Thanks to Mike Quill for his creativity and problem-solving skills, to Ketsu for the music, and to Anders Getz for the transcript. This episode was brought to you by me, Stephen Cummins. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your network, subscribe to the series, and of course, give the show a rating.